Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette. And today I'm joined by four local nonprofits, the Naperville Chorus, DuPage County Act So, Chabad Jewish Center, and the Naperville JCs. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now representing the Naperville Chorus are Joy Boiselli and Rachel Brooks. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hello. Hi. Oh, super glad to have both of you with us today. Enjoy loving the branded merchandise. Very good uh, with the polo. You've had a, it's a difficult time this past 18 months for everybody. Uh, performing arts groups have obviously been impacted because they've been unable to perform, oftentimes unable to rehearse, and that's difficult. When you want to be out there using your voice, very difficult not to be able to do so. So how have you been able to sort of pivot, stay together? What have you done during this time of COVID, Joy? Well, first and foremost, we needed to get communication out to everybody, not just our own membership who are sitting there wondering what's going to happen with the chorus, but also the community. So we've been using um, contact emails, doing things like, you know, we've got an Instagram and uh, Twitter. I don't tweet, but that's <laughs> out there. Um, and, you know, our board of directors made a decision that we were going to do some fall rehearsals, albeit on Zoom. And we stretched our wings as an organization. It took a lot to, um, come up to speed, uh, technically speaking. Mm -hmm. Our assistant director took over and he did a fabulous job, John Warfel. And um, it was fun. We did things that we weren't able to do normally or aren't able to do normally in a regular rehearsal. And we had special guest speakers. So we got to learn more about the music process. And then we decided to do a uh, spring concert uh, virtually. And so it uh, was another stretching very much so of our wings and we came out with a fabulous product. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that, but I'm gonna say kudos because I know a lot of performing arts groups and, and all not-for-profits and businesses have really had to kind of figure out a new way, right? But I hear so many times from the groups but we found something really good, something silver lining came out of it. And it sounds like it did for you. It absolutely did. First of all, we were able to find some additional funding that allowed us to be able to pay for this virtual concert. And again, John had to stretch his wings and we, I'm telling you, it is something that we found in ourselves as singers, because I was one of those that kind of took the gamble and did it, but hearing your own self sing as opposed to being in a large chorus <laughs> is something that's a little scary if you haven't done that before, but we Or were, if we your Jane is just scary, because you wouldn't want to hear it anyway. But um, talk a little bit, what, what was the virtual concert like? Give us a little bit of an idea, of, describe it if you would. Well, we had three songs that John picked out. Uh, one of those was America the Beautiful. It was actually the very first one that we wound up uh, rehearsing because that was the most comfortable, was getting us used to singing into and recording ourselves and hearing ourselves. We used what they call a guide track. track. So there were a little earpiece in our ears. We could hear the music and we could hear, if we wanted to, a soloist singing to help us do that. 
and then we would send that in, they would review it. Again, it was just a very nice, we have images of Naperville on there and uh, just of the group in general. And did you feel like the response that you got for that joy, was it what you hoped? Was it what you expected? Yeah, you definitely. Could speak to the it, it was amazing. We put it on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and we had a ton of hits. It sounds spectacular. So if you have not listened to it, definitely check it out. Oh, nice. And, and would it be something you'd do again? I mean, even if you aren't required to. And I think that's kind of the interesting thing for all of us, right, mm -hmm. as we go forward is there are things that, you know, we did because we had to, but in some cases we do them again. How about, yeah. how about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty fun idea too, and it's a different way of marketing your chorus and showing different songs that you can do just online. So yeah. I definitely think it's something to consider. Okay. But now you, we're hopeful and excited <laughs> that the college is going back in September. Your home is North Central College. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about what your plans are. Yeah, well, we will be back in person rehearsals starting in September, and we are now taking registration for new singers that want to join us. So we're very excited. You have to be fully vaccinated and masked um, as part of the college's rules mm -hmm. and our rules. But we're so super excited to like see everybody again and have everybody back singing. And we're hoping that everybody else comes back and we hope we see a lot of new faces. Okay. Now I have this question because I have t spoken with a couple of. Uh, singing groups. When you sing, will you have special masks or will you be unmasked when you sing? We <laughs> will not be providing singers masks for them. They do have singers oh, masks and yeah. it does make it a little bit easier. Right. However, um, not everybody will be comfortable with the cost. So in rehearsal, we're just expecting anybody, everybody to wear whatever it is that they feel most comfortable with depending on what the guidelines are from like DuPage uh, County Health and the CDC and obviously the, the college, they may make a decision by the time our concert comes up in December that we don't have to be masked to be able to perform. That's what our, our hope is anyway. Sure, absolutely. Well, and, and again, you're gonna have to roll with it the way everybody right. is, right? But yeah. wonderful to be able to get everybody bam back together again, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so talk a little bit about, you know, with that concert and, and what you've got coming up in your planning, what's the music? Okay, the, um, the music for December is going to be a, another swinging jazz Christmas <laughs> with the Pete Elman Big Band, who oh, you've yes. had on your show mm -hmm. here. Yes. Pete's a great guy, and it's just a lot of fun music that makes you move in your seat. So whether you're a singer and we move on stage, or whether you're just an audience member, it gets everybody going and puts everybody in a good mood. We can all use that right now. In the spring, we are doing a, another joint concert with the DuPage Symphony Orchestra. Lovely, love oh. the partnership. Yeah. Yes, yes, I think we're all just itching to do something and there's only so much <laughs> space on the calendar. Mm -hmm. So this one is going to be a uh, celebration of American composers. So we're doing a Roy Harris uh, folk song symphony and then we'll be doing something by Copeland, um, a couple of expert excerpts, sorry, by uh, from the Tenderland and Bernstein's final a chorus called uh, Candide. Okay. <laughs> I was having a little brain crash. That's okay. And um, that's why you have a conductor. They'll yeah. let you know what you're supposed to sing, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes. 
And then we've got a, uh, you know, a few spirituals that we'll be doing. So nice. that'll be also just a fun, fun concert. Lovely. Come and see us. Lovely. At once, right? At once. Both okay. Of Wonderful. <laughs> As we're just wrapping up here, if we were super excited and we've got a voice that's far better than Jane's, how would we become a part of the chorus? Um, you can definitely find us on Facebook, but head over to our website and you can find our uh, members page and you can register through there. Okay, wonderful. Well, listen, thank you so much for stopping by. We so appreciate it. We'll wish you the best of luck for fall and hope to see you at once in December. Thank, thank you. you. If you are interested in learning more about the Naperville Chorus on how you sign up, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette, and joining me now are Dorletta Payton and Thomas Reed. They're here from the DuPage County AXO. So welcome to the show. Great Thank you here. for having us. Oh, super pleased to do that. And Doletta, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Tell us a little bit about DuPage County AXO, what it is, how it started. Okay. AXO is actually an acronym that stands for Afro-Academic Cultural, Technological, and Scientific Olympics. And it was created back in the 70s by Vernon Jarrett in order to really recognize African-American high school students for their artistic, academic, scientific uh, exploits for their achievements. Um, he was tired of seeing African-American students just being recognized for being the great athlete yeah. and knew that there was more. And so that was why it was created and that is what we still do. We allow students to participate uh, in the program in order to either further develop talents or interests that they have or to discover new talents and interest. And so it has allowed our students to be able to develop and um, their college readiness, their career readiness to really see what it is they would like to do and also receive accolades at the same time. Always nice to be positively motivated, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and what and, and be able to explore. I love that you say be able to explore because too often uh, our youth are pigeonholed yes. very early on, and it's nice to be able to go out and explore, right? Absolutely, and what we find is when you pigeonhole too early, you go to college and you change your major two or three times. Yeah, that's pricey. Yes, <laughs> extremely expensive. So yes. parents appreciate that opportunity to really explore further those things that the youth uh, are interested in to confirm it or say, you know what, I thought I was interested in this, but I'm not, so I'm going to now try this. Yeah. So that's one of the great benefits. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about the type of student that both you're looking for and AXO appeals to. Well, I will say that we're looking for African-American high school youth. And I should probably stop there because that's the requirement. Um, we 
have students that come in that know what they're interested in and, and the categories that they want to participate in and that's fine and then we have other students that are basically um, drug in by their parents you know their parents <laughs> drag them in and they have no idea what they want to do and it is absolutely so wonderful to see a student go from that to uh, discovering their talent, um, developing um, intellect, etc., and then to come out at the end of the year confident in themselves and in the work that they have done. So we're looking for youth that are willing to come in and do the work. We give them a lot of skills, uh, time management, how to manage a project, besides what they learn in our categories, which I keep saying categories, and I just want to say that we have 32. So from STEM to performing arts, visual arts, humanities, and business, our students can explore categories under those five main areas. It's almost like going to a mini college. I mean, yes. you're really doing that exploration early. Absolutely, and yeah. they work with uh, experts, with mentors that are adults who have either a degree or expertise in the field. So okay. um, they're not just doing it themselves, they are guided. And so they learn how to work with adults, which is a great skill as well, when they get to college and learn how to work with professors or um, work with others as well. Okay, now that kind of feeds into something I know that's very uh, close to your heart, Thomas, and that's partnerships. So let's talk a little bit about that, because Serletta talked a little bit about the benefits, and I know there are a lot of benefits that the students get through some of those partnerships, right? So tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about, she talked about a little bit about um, our enrichment programs and we bring in facilitators to help uh, teach the students the different um, skills in the different categories. Um, we also have uh, mentors that uh, the students use to help them with their projects. And our partnerships have been really great in helping us with those mentoring um, uh, opportunities. For example, Argonne National Laboratories, one of our premier um, uh, partners that we've had for the last six or seven years. And they provide us scientists to help out with our STEM program. Um, and our students do real life projects. Uh, for example, we had a student that um, his freshman year, he was working with um, CRISPR, which is a, a gene editing prog program. And he was looking at uh, um, cataracts for, for WASP and how to uh, produce that and then how to um, fix it. Wow. So those were really cool. That was, that was really cool to me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Be Unity, which is a, a faith-based uh, community um, um, service organization, helps us with humanities, um, visual arts, and performing arts. And they provide mentors from the community to help our students um, excel in those, those categories. Um, and then we have partnerships, um, a new partnership with Lewis University who's providing us with the space to have our um, uh, activities for the students. And then also Elmhurst University is another partner that we, uh, we had um, added recently to help us with career development um, and other uh, college um, activities. So those are the really neat things and we're really excited what we are able to provide to our students. Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, it so picks up on that idea that a child can only do what they can imagine they can do, right? That's so right. through That's those right. partnerships, you're giving them those incredible exposure opportunities with your universities and, and that kind of stuff and, and real businesses. And you also talked, I, the other part I liked was the mentorship. So important to have adults in children's lives Absolutely. that they're not related to, right? Yes. So right. That's a wonderful piece. Um, Don't let her talk about the process. Um, how, how does it work? 
work? How do people get involved? Give me a little bit of example on that. So we're really an academic year program. We start in the fall and we have the students and their parents come in for orientation so that they can understand what the program is and how it operates. We meet monthly in the enrichment sessions that Thomas mentioned and the students have about eight months to prepare either their performance and or project for what is ultimately a competition in the spring. And in the spring, they compete against others in their category with a panel of judges who are professionals or degreed in their category. And then those who win a local gold medal go on to a national competition in July where they compete against all the other gold medalists from around the country. And that is beneficial in so many ways um, with meeting other students that are passionate about the same thing that you are passionate about. And also there's lots of money and prizes mm -hmm. that the students can win as well. Yeah, and it's, a, it's an opportunity, right, to kind of measure yourself against your peers. And that can be very motivating. Absolutely. And we tell the students that they are competing really um, you don't think about your peers even though you are competing against your peers but really that standard of excellence mm. and so that is one of our our models it's committed to excellence destined for greatness because we have seen and greatness in our students and we believe that there is greatness in every last one of them to help benefit all of us as a society well i love that Thank you. That's a great way to close out our interview. I do appreciate both of you stopping by and the good work that you're doing. Thank you. Okay, and we thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. And to find out more about DuPage AXO, please go and visit their website. Please don't go away. We're going to be right back after a few short messages. The Naperville Police Department needs your help to solve crime and bring offenders to justice. When you submit tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers, you help keep our city one of the safest in the nation. Tips to Naperville Crime Stoppers have helped solve hundreds of crimes and recover over $7 million in drugs, property, and cash. Remember, tipsters remain anonymous and receive cash rewards up to $1,000 if their tips lead to an arrest. Call the tip line at 630-420-6006. You may have that one piece of information that solves the crime. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Chabad Jewish Center is Alton Goldstein and Shoshana Frank. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank Glad you. Glad to be here. Yeah, nice to have you with us. Uh, Alta, you know, you have an interesting story. So in your very early 20s, you left Los Angeles with your husband from New York and plopped yourself down here in Naperville. Why? So I am part of the Chabad movement, which has about 4,000 centers around the world. And we follow the philosophy of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, which is that each person comes into this world for a purpose, to make this world a better place. And so we knew that Naperville had a need, that there were Jewish people that wanted to learn more about Judaism. They wanted authentic Judaism. And we came out here to help people educate and teach and be here for whatever need that we can to service Naperville and the surrounding area. So Alta, kind of as you talked a little bit about that, do you feel like there are maybe some misconceptions out there about 
uh, Orthodox Judaism? Yes, definitely. People are hesitant sometimes to come to Chabad because they know the rabbi and I are Orthodox, and they are not. So they assume we might judge them or expect them to do certain things, which is so far from the truth. We don't judge anyone. We love people for who they are. Every person has a soul, a part of God inside of them that we love. The outside is external. It doesn't matter. It's, it's the inside that matters that we love them for who they are. So it doesn't matter how much you do or don't do. We're so thrilled to see you. Whoever walks through the door, we're thrilled to see you. So I have to add on to that. Um, when Rabbi Mendy and Alta first came to town 16 years ago, we were one, my mother and I were one of the first people they reached out to. And I have to tell you, I have never met such welcoming people before in my entire life, whether within Judaism or any other religion. Um, Rabbi Mendy and Alta, when they see you and they engage with you, you are most important in that conversation. And I think that while it's probably unique to them as well, it is a unique tenant of Chabad and what they're bringing to the Naperville community. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Shoshana, so, and because I think people, people maybe know that you're Jewish. Uh, some do not, right? Uh, that is not what you lead with. Uh, talk a little bit about how you came to Chabad. Well, it did start 16 years ago, um, really with a conversation and an introduction. But beyond that, um, when I was growing up in Naperville, I was always searching for a Jewish community because there really, really wasn't a strong Jewish community. And um, I was looking for that place to belong. And I really, truly feel that Rabbi Mendy and Alta have created a Jewish soul and identity within Naperville that didn't truly exist before. Um, and that's what I go for, um, more for the traditions and for the group of people who have like-minded ideals than really for anything else. It's a unique place that I can find. That's interesting. And, and so, Alta, I mean, obviously, uh, that's got to be really nice to hear, right? Talk a little bit about what you do try to create as far as maybe the programming, the community. How, how, how do you think about it, uh, you and the rabbi, on a daily basis? We actually have a, a brand new center that we have a grand opening. August 22nd is the grand opening for this new Jewish center. And basically, it is any need that any Jewish person w can need, we try to service it there. A lot of people associate Judaism with just a synagogue. And we're like, synagogue is like 5% of Judaism. That's not what Judaism is about. Uh, there's so much more to Judaism. And we have every age, every stage. We have a Hebrew school, we have teen club, we have a junior teen club, we have adult education classes, we have a synagogue too, we have holiday programs. Just there's so much that we do there and it's to help any person whatever the need is. You're really creating a sense of community. You're creating yes. a community within a community, yes. right? Yes, it, we're one big family, and that's my goal. Like, I don't look at the synagogue or the center the, as a, a job, or a, it's a business for me. I'm coming and I'm going. I'm invested in this. This is my life because I love the people, and I really just want to help as many people as I can. And that's, that's, my, that's my joy, that when I see how much, what a difference we make to so many people, then I'm like, you know what, this is, this is worth it. Got to keep going. Absolutely. Well, and you, you and your husband both came a long way. You came from the coast and came to the Midwest, which we appreciate, right? Yes. So you came with a purpose. I say we compromise. We live in the middle. Ah, I love that. <laughs> love that. 
So talk a little bit because it's not a business to you, but it still has to get funded. So how do you fund the center? So every Chabad center is solely funded by its community. People think that there's some headquarters somewhere that funds us and you know, it's, it's really just the people that appreciate what we do, that believe in what we do, believe in the future, what we can do. We try to make everything fun and exciting and we are tr so many young families are moving here and we're attracting so many more people and we just try to make it something that is constantly talks to people and that they're excited to come and have a good experience and a positive experience and they want to come back and they want to bring their friends and that's just you know how we try to do it. I love that. I love that. So Shoshana, what makes it unique in, in your mind? Why is the Chabad Center unique? Why do you go? Oh, that's a, that's a really tough one. Um, more than anything else, it goes back to a sense of place and a sense of belonging. Um, I think we're all searching for that um, in many different places. And for me, whether it's going to a challah baking class, which was a ton of fun, by the way, <laughs> um, or it is the new opportunity with this new center to meet up with some of my Jewish friends and have coffee, or simply a, a place where I know my extended family also is there. And um, that no matter if I don't actually know anyone's names, they're still gonna welcome me and they're still gonna say, yes, you belong here, you belong with us. I like that, I like that. Alter, as we wrap up, what's, what's in the future for Jewish life here in Naperville? So, like I said, there's a lot more families coming. There's a lot more programs happening. We recently got a new couple to join us and help us manage all the programs. And so with this new building, we just hope to be, every program be bursting and more and more families come and learn and educate themselves. There's so much beauty in Judaism. Judaism is so rich and we hope people will take the time and come check it out and learn and make an educated choice what they wanna do and what they wanna practice and what they wanna be a part of. Okay, now before we quickly go off, where is it located? The Chabad Jewish Center is located at 651 Amersale Drive and they can check out more information on our website, jewishnaperville.com. And we would love if everybody came to our grand opening again, August 22nd. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming by and sharing more information with us. Our pleasure. And if you would like more information about the Chabad Jewish Center, please go and visit their website. In the meantime, stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now representing the Naperville JCs are Beth Degita and Miranda Barfuss. So welcome to the show, ladies. Hi, thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, we're super excited, and the last fling is back. We're so excited about that, too. Oh, wait, we got Frankie Fling here. <laughs> Hello, Frankie, welcome. 
He's back too, right? Yes, he is. <laughs> As the mascot for the last fling. We're so glad you're here. <laughs> See you later. Bye, Frank. <laughs> Bye, Frankie. Um, love it. Love it. Because I know the kids love it. So yeah. yes, let's talk about the last fling. It's back. What's going on with it? Give us a give us a little showdown. All right. So what it is this year is we're kind of bringing it back to basics. So we um, are not on the Rotary Hill anymore. We're not um, doing our family fun land in Naperville Settlement. We are just having a great block party for the community on Jackson Avenue. But don't let the lack of other entertainment fool you because we are jam-packed with activities for everyone to come to. Uh, our entertainments are entertainment stage sponsored by Men in Black Pest Control. Uh, we'll have uh, headliners every night. So starting out with Seventh Heaven, uh, it'll then will be uh, 16 Candles, High Infidelity, and I mean it's just the music is jam-packed. That's then, awesome. And then we aren't losing any family fun activities. We do have some of those as well. Those will be at our Belgio's Catering Family Area. And so we're bringing back special events like the Cotton Candy Eating Contest. We are bringing back a reptile uh, educational um, person so you get to see all the different reptiles and amphibians. Okay, do yeah. I have to avoid the snakes? I'm hoping I, I can avoid the snakes, right? <laughs> yeah. No snakes. Well, you don't, have to, you don't have to go close if you okay, don't want good. to. Okay, good, okay, good. You can just learn from afar. Learn from afar, okay, with my eyes closed. Got yes. <laughs> so we're just jam-packed of fun activities for everyone, and we can't forget the carnival, which is going to run every day of uh, the four-day weekend. Um, definitely we'll have mega passes, so you can have buy unlimited rides. So that's it's on sale now, so you'll be able to purchase those up through our website. Oh, that's wonderful. So it really is a good old-fashioned backyard kind of backyard bash that you're welcoming the community to and some yes. great music. I mean, all good local bands, right? Yes, very much so. Everyone's been so pumped and when they heard our all the bands coming to the uh, event. That's great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, in that, and, and I'm excited about this too, because one of the things that we always love is the Labor Day Parade. I think it was always one of my kids' favorites and just so full of energy at the end of the summer. It's kind of funny. You're like, they're as pumped up at the end of the summer as they were at the beginning of the summer, right? But it's going to be back. We're excited because we're going to be broadcasting it live on NCTV 17. But tell us a little bit, because it's got some meaning to it this year, Beth. Yes. So talk about that. It does. And I mean, and really, it's called Labor Day. So this is the, the weekend where we pay tribute to our labor force of America and I think what's great is this year our uh, Grand Marshal are the front are the frontline workers of Edward Hospital That's so amazing. I I can't I can't thank them enough what what they've gone through the year that everyone's had and they have been there to help everyone so we are so excited to see them um, participate and be grand marshals this year. I think that's wonderful. And what a great way to allow the community to show their appreciation and thanks, right? I mean, that's really nice that uh, that you're doing it. Nice for them, but really nice for us as a community to be able to go out and let them know, gosh, we really appreciate what you've done this year, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So fun. Well, Miranda, I want to talk a little bit because last fling, lots of us know about that, right? Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, we sometimes forget the Naperville JCs. You know, we think last fling, but we forget Naperville JCs right. that came ahead of it. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, Naperville JCs is an international young persons organization. Naperville is one of the largest chapters in Illinois and in the country. Um, so young person means 41 and under as an active membership. <laughs> it's kind of drifted up to 41 over the years, but it's fantastic um, group of people 
who give back to the community and want to fulfill our mission, which is leadership through community service, building leadership through community service. So through putting on events like The Last Fling, to taking on those kind of challenges, taking on board roles and other kinds of things in the community, all of us are learning leadership skills, building on them year over year, and having this great chance to um, you know, exhibit those skills and grow them by the time that we're 41 and age out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. On to bigger things. You become a rooster, right? That's right. You okay, stay with but, the organization. So you can still be there. <laughs> You're still with the organization, but uh, I think that I speak for most JC members and uh, all of us that you know you've built so much experience that. Yeah, you could make, become an active contributor to the community throughout the rest of your lifetime from the experiences that you build the JCs. Yeah, well, you've certainly planted a lot of seeds across our community, and so we thank you for that. Um, just a little side note on that. If somebody wanted to learn more about the JCs or get involved, what's the process? We would love it. We're always looking for new members. We have information on our webpage, but um, to get a great feeling of who's in the group and what we're all about, we meet the second Tuesday of every month at the Naperville VFW at 730. 30 p.m. Anyone's welcome to attend those meetings. And if you want to become a member of the Naperville JCs, all you have to do is attend two, two meetings. Okay. And be sworn in as a member. We're happy to welcome everyone in whatever capacity they're willing to serve and join. Oh, that's wonderful. I appreciate knowing that. Um, I think the other thing, and you're having this great backyard bash. I just, I love it. But where do the funds go? Because I think that's also something that people often forget, right, is that The Last Fling is a fundraiser, um, and it plows money where? It's exactly right. It is the, a huge fundraiser. All the money that we raise goes right back to the community. We give it all away uh, to Naperville area nonprofits, including you know, those working in hunger relief, like Loves and Fishes, Literacy, Literacy DuPage, other area, homeless services, youth services. We have um, a donations committee that's another leadership role that helps us decide where to allocate all the funds, but we definitely give it all away from everything that we raise from the community. Yeah, the that's really, week. that's amazing. I mean, and it's a fun raiser, right? That's Which right. Is, you know, you put the fun in the fundraising part. Um, any other, just kind of as we wrap up, any other sort of new things that you have kind of coming on the horizon? Because we're excited that the fling is back. Anything new coming yeah. on the horizon? Actually, we are planning right now an 80s homecoming dance. <laughs> Now that I would qualify no, for. Is, yeah. I, get, I probably still have the dress. <laughs> These are the kind of fun, exciting things that JC's come up with for membership and then for everyone else in the community to join in the fun. So there's that coming up. Uh, we have additional things in the, in the winter. We're going to be doing food drives and community drives to help you know, give back material goods to the community as well. So there's always something happening with the JC's. We're always planning something. And as soon as we get past the fling, catch our breath, it's on to the next thing. I love that. I love that. So people can come on down come to your Tuesday night meetings at the VFW and get involved and, and learn those leadership skills. That's right, and be a part of it. I love that. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming by. We cannot tell you how excited we are to know the fling is back, and there's Frankie again, and he's going to be front and center. He'll be front and center at the fling, lots of good photo ops with Frankie, and he'll leading the parade, Frankie, are you kind of out there with the healthcare workers, you know? Yes, no, maybe, kind of, in the middle. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for coming by and for all you do for our community. It's appreciated. Thanks. Thank you. And if you would like to find out more about the Naperville JCs and The Last Fling, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight.
I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.